Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I am your hosting guide, Judge of Maria and Saroma. June is the second of three water months in this water year that has opened a new age for the evolution of humanity with mind-blowing breakthroughs and more to come, folks. This powerful new energy cannot be contained within our old ways of having, doing, and being. To quote the parable from Jesus, and no one puts new wine into old skins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins and will be spilled and the skins will be destroyed. So my theme for the month of June 2021 is bursting open through three live radio broadcasts and my accompanying videos. I'll provide wisdom and insights to shift your being who you thought you had to be and and into who you are becoming. And tonight I'll begin talking about from stuck to flowing emotions. But first, just a reminder that when I'm broadcasting live, you can listen through this telephone number. It's area code 563-999-3089. I will upload videos to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery, and you can ask questions or share comments with me on my Facebook page, which is Wisdom Walk Radio, my Facebook group, Wisdom Walk Supporters, which are very welcome to join, my website, www.wisdomwalktoselfmastery.com, or in the comments section below the YouTube video. But now, please, I invite you to sit or lay back and join me for an exploration of the inner landscape where we can connect to our souls and discover the true treasure of being human. Well, we have made it to June. We've made it to June. We're halfway there. And as you see, I have a little different setting in my background because I uh, have quiet in my, uh, my apartment complex today so that I felt that I could come out into the bigger space and not have a lot of distracting noise. So I don't know how many times I can do this, but doing it right now feels very good. I like being in this, this open space. And as always, I want to start off by opening up my program with an honoring of the ancestors. You know, today is 6-6, and the number 6 is what's considered in quantum mathematics, in nuclear mathematics, a magic number. Yeah, and they have a whole way that they calculate out these magic numbers. And anyway, but the 6 also brings the energetic, according to numerologists, of safety and home and support and nourishment and, you know, like a full, what you do with the fullness that you achieved in the number five, right? You know, this is how you put it to the good use. So we're in this magical day, and I thought it would be really great to put our attention on and call forth the energetics and the guidance from our ancestors who did that, who brought that loving support, that nurturing support into our lives. So to all the big mamas, the big daddies, the big sisters, the big brothers, the big cousins, 
you know, any, and again, people in the neighborhood too that were doing that for you, made you have a sense of the fact that you were loved and supported in an unconditional way. So here we go. Creator, Mother, Father, God, Source, all the one, all that is. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for your blessings and your mercy in our lives and for the gift of the ancestors mm, to these wonderful emissaries, God, that you would have be in our lives. We are calling on them. We're invoking them and asking them to ancestors, 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 come and be forth with us. Help us as we are stepping into this bursting open into our new lifetime, into our new age, into our new experiences of who we are as human beings. We need your help and support and guidance and remembrance that we can be loving and nurturing and supportive of each other, that we do not have to stay stuck in fear, that we can move out of fear and into this beautiful loving energy that you knew how to create for us. And so we're asking and thanking you to come remind us to help us remember the beauty of being nurtured, being cared for, and being loved unconditionally. Mm. And Creator, I ask and thank you for this blessing of the ancestors and this magical 6-6 day in the name of all that is holy, and I say, Amen. So it is. I hope. Wow. I want to jump right in now to the elemental wisdom, and then I'll do the astrological insights for you. And the elemental um, guidance for this week comes from the fact that Friday that just passed was the 4th. And so we rolled into another mineral week. Yeah, and the opportunity is about remembering purpose and allowing the energy and power of love to remind us of who we truly are and what we're really here to do and have and be in our lives. It's about following our heart and our soul to take the necessary risk to experience our true power and uniqueness which is internal, not external. So distractions, stay away from choosing to stay in confusion right now. Engaging in melodramas, taking on the problems and challenges that you have the ability to tackle, but which are not for you to do because they are not in alignment with your higher purpose. Also stay away from that fear of failure and procrastination, meaning that you are just holding yourself back from moving forward into the truth of who you are. Yes. So this mineral week, may it really, really help you, again, raise your vibration into remembering that you are here for a higher purpose, not just to survive. And this coming Friday on the 11th, we're going to move into a water week in this water month, in this water year. Yeah, next week is going to be amazing because it comes after an eclipse, which I'll talk about in a minute. And this is, again, it's going to be more releasing, more of a time to release what we've outgrown. And I'll share that with you in the next broadcast and video. Now, astrological forecasts. I wanted to just take a moment to remind 
you or share with those of you who may be watching for the first time why I'm presenting these astrological insights. I'm not doing horoscopic messages, you know, about the horoscope. So what's going on for Pisces? What's going on for Aquarius? No, because my focus is on human healing, growth, and evolution. I think it's critical for all of us to grow our ability as humans to choose love over fear. Yeah. So by examining and interpreting the movement of the planets and the celestial events in our solar system and from our earthly perspective, I believe we can accept and honor the reality of a greater order and direction and better align ourselves with our sacred contracts and our higher purposes. Yeah. So June brings a continuation of our historical and metaphysical entry into the age of Aquarius, also called the age of illumination, the time of the sixth sun. Um, more and more is going to be released, okay? We're not done yet. And more and more is going to be received. We're not done with that either. New stuff is moving in. So June 2nd, we started off last Wednesday of the month with a Venus leaving Gemini and moving into Cancer. And this is considered to be the cozy, homey, loving, flowing energy that hopefully you experienced. I know I did um, last week. Now, at the same time that was happening, there was also a trining to Jupiter in Pisces. So again, this is saying that the energy in the cosmos was flowing. We get, says one astrologer, a three-week period to focus on nourishing our comfort zones, to rest, relax, and enjoy our families and all our favorite foods. <laughs> Venus and Cancer bring stability by building up vulnerability and safety with your loved ones. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. So the advice is to spend the next couple of weeks very consciously increasing all the things that make you feel safe and stable in an intimate way. Yeah. Now, the big, big major event of the week and the month comes on June 10th, and that is the new moon annular solar eclipse in Gemini. Now, recently we had a lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. So major endings, breakthroughs, and turning points were likely triggered by that May 26th lunation, my favorite new word. And they, these energies can probably still be echoing in your life for the next weeks to come. So it has this reverberation just going on. Like I said, we're really in a time of just releasing and new things coming in, releasing and new things coming in. Now, we're also in the middle of our eclipse season, and solar eclipses, three times more powerful than the lunar ones, and when combined with a new moon, they usher in a faded fresh start and new beginning, as well as calling us towards our next journey. So again, a real time of, you know, ending and beginning, finishing out, starting up, things being eclipsed out. 
So Astro Butterfly, one of my favorite astrologers, she says this, annular eclipses are special total eclipses because the disk of the moon totally covers the sun, just like in a total eclipse, but because the moon is a bit farther away from the earth than usual, we experience a ring of fire in the sky, which is, which is the sun around the edge of the moon, which looks like a halo. And so we're going to get this ring of fire experience. Unfortunately, we won't be able to see it here. You can see it, I believe, out of South Asia. Um, but it will know that this is happening. And here's what she says about a halo. A halo has a deep spiritual meaning symbolizing resurrection or the idea that what is holy and divine, the light, cannot be overcome by darkness. Yeah, I love, love, love that message. So now, interestingly enough, if that wasn't enough, that event, this, this solar eclipse, um, and you can Google and look up for the exact time of it. I, sometimes I pay attention to that, but sometimes because it's like I'm feeling it already, right? So it's like when the event does actually happen, that's good, but it's like the energetic is already building up. It's already building up. So on the 10th, here's what else goes on on this Thursday. We get the sun conjuncting Mercury which is retrograde in Gemini. Here's the significance. When we have a Sun-Mercury retrograde conjunction, a new 116-day Mercury cycle begins, and that's what's called a Mercury Cassini. It's like it's the starting of its cycle. This doesn't mean that Mercury retrograde is over, but the Mercury-Sun conjunction gives us a sense of hope and new beginnings. Right now, we are in the in-between phase where we are still on the sky path of the previous Mercury cycle, meaning we are still connected to the knowledge of the past, yet have received a new creative impulse from the sun. Woohoo! Love it. And of course, because it's about Mercury and Gemini, it does have to do with communication and other things related to the air, like our virtual technology. So again, we're really moving into, you know, this new time where communication, things related to the air are going to have significance and things that are virtual and automatic, very significant. Yeah. So again, when we have this eclipse at the same time, this conjunction. So yeah, Thursday, uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty awesome day. Pretty awesome day. Now, the next day following on June 11th, Friday, we get Mars leaving Cancer and moving into Leo. And here's why this aspect is significant. Astro Butterfly says, somehow we always notice when a planet moves into Leo because that's what Leo energy is all about, getting noticed and making a statement. There is this light, radiance, and warmth that emanates from any planet that travels through the Leo territory of the sky. And when Mars, the boldest of the boldest, enters Leo, the temperature will rise pretty much straight away. Yeah. So in our everyday life, she says, Mars and Leo will bring direction and focus into our lives. We will find it easier to connect our heart and act from the place of truth and authenticity. 
As a result, we will feel more in tune with life and confident about our actions. There you have it, folks. This is a great week to set us on, to set us more, more firmly, if you will, on this course in the age of Aquarius to really be in our truth, to be authentic, to be connected to our heart, to the love energy, choosing that love over fear, and moving forward confidently on the things that we know we need to do as a human species in order to be here and also to take care of our planet. So all of this energy to me is really, again, just validating that we are moving forward. I will share the astrological references that I've mentioned in the comment section and the description box really below my YouTube video. And I may just put a little bit of this on my uh, Facebook page just because I think it's so important. Now, quick reminder that this month, Saturday, I'm sorry, it's not Saturday, Tuesday, June 22nd, we will have our monthly Earth Day. And as always, I'm asking you to remember to cut down on your use of plastic and paper. Stay mindful of using your fossil fuel-powered car if you don't really have to. Get on that bicycle. Get on that scooter. Um, Please recycle, especially when you don't think you need to, because together we can make this planet habitable for the seven generations that come after us. And I am flashing on my screen right now the Earth Day website, www.earthday.org, which I encourage you to go to to learn more and to get support for how you can contribute to the health of our planet. Ashe. Okay. I am now moving into my spiritual spill for tonight which has to do with my monthly theme of bursting open. So I'm going to give you my understanding as to why we are bursting open this month. Then I'm going to talk about the movement from stuck to flowing emotions and why that's so important and how to do it. And I'll give you a personal growth opportunity, a PGO, that will support you in that practice. My quote for tonight comes from a woman named Wendy who has a website that is www.brilliancewithin.com. And Wendy quotes, releasing negative energy creates space for positive energy deep within your soul. Love that. Simple, to the point, so the truth. So the bursting open. Again, you can't put new wine in an old skin. It simply ain't going to work. And we've got some old skins in terms of who and what we have believed about ourselves as humans or we've been practicing as humans that just it no longer works for the new that's coming in. And so when we can't do it ourselves, the universe, you know, is going to put a huge amount of new energy in so that things burst open. And that, I believe, is what's happening. That's what's causing a lot of tension, confusion, fear, you know, all of that. But here's why I think 
this month in particular, we are doing Bursting Open. And I've talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it again. The Age of Aquarius. We are now at a halfway point for this year. We're in the ninth year after the 2012 shift. And the 2012 shift opened up that portal for this new age to arrive. Well, guess what? It's arrived. And we're like halfway through this year in this age of newness, of huge paradigm shifting. And so it's, you know, I think it would be really hard if everything waited until the end of the year for things to burst open. So the universe is being really nice to us, and it's having things burst open at this midway point in ways that we we couldn't imagine. Um, There's also, you know, this reality that our multiverse experience really, really has arrived. There are things happening, things going on. I made reference to the fact that we now have a black Captain America in the Marvel Universe, um, that Derek Chauvin was convicted for his crime against humanity. Um, You know, these things that are happening. I also heard that um, in Israel, um, after this clash with Palestine, that there is some peacemaking going on that's unprecedented, you know. So there's these things that are showing up. And I call it a multiverse because it really is an expansion into another level of consciousness, another level of thinking and, and being in the world that we haven't had previously. So that too, that new energy is definitely causing old things to, to break up. Um, I talked before about, you know, getting liberated out of the industrial model of work as a result of COVID and more people using Zoom. There are reports coming out now, statistics about how many people are saying, no, I am not going back into the office. I'm staying on my Zoom. And if you want me to come back into the office, I'll find another job because I know there's jobs on Zoom. So, you know, this whole thing has happened and that also too is bursting things open. And so my big focus for you tonight, though, is about the move from mechanistic to humanistic lifestyle. You see, machines don't have emotions, but humans do. And the Industrial Revolution required that people work like machines, and that's the mechanistic uh, lifestyle. You know, you're on a clock, you're on a timer, everything's timed out, you know, everything's coordinated, everything's connected in a very mechanical way. And there was no allowance for the reality of humans, which is that we're messy and we have emotions and we make mistakes and we forget things or, you know, or we do these miraculous things that machines could never do. Um, you know, there's no allowance for that. And, and limiting our, our ability to be as creative as humans we possibly can. So here's a thought. Could our contemporary chronic diseases of heart disease, cancers in children, Alzheimer's, obesity even, be rooted in our stuck emotions? And I'm talking about rage and anger, grief, as well as the withholding of joy, laughter, and ecstasy. What if that could be a big piece of what is going on? that because we have been so machine-like in our lifestyles, in how we've been relating to each other, 
that we got all of this blocked emotion that wants to now burst out. Yeah. So let me talk to you about that. How do we go from stuck to flowing emotions? As you know, this term emotional intelligence is now more commonly used and talked about. The World Economic Forum declared that reading, writing, and math were no longer going to be essential or needed job skills, that what was going to be needed and essential was emotional intelligence, along with some other kinds of analytical things. So that's a huge shift. That's a huge, huge shift. And so if you're going to be emotionally intelligent, your emotions have got to flow. But here's the thing. The first thing is to accept that we have been um, conditioned to shut down our emotions and in especially certain places and spaces and situations, okay? So it's not just about, okay, let me just start opening up my ocean, emotions anyway, anyhow, anywhere. No, 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 no. It's about realizing that you have to take responsibility, but you do want to commit to growing your ability to feel in the moment, to feel in the moment, and to express using I statements, because that's taking responsibility, so express responsibly using I statements, and let go of trying to change or control anyone but yourself. Yeah. So if I'm in a situation and somebody says something to me that I find offensive or that I believe is them um, denigrating me or putting me down or trying to control me, I can in the moment express my discomfort by saying, ouch, you know, I feel very disrespectful disturbed by what you just said. That really was disturbing to me. And you're really then letting it go because you're not trying to change the person. You're not trying to control them. You're just being expressed about what is or isn't working for you. Now, depending on how they respond back, we'll let you know, do I need to stay in this conversation? Can I stay in this conversation safely? Or is it time for me to exit? Yeah, exactly. So if the person comes back with, oh, Oh, I, please, I, I didn't intend that. I, that was not my intention. Then, you, you know, you can stay because there's some opening talk about. They're open to learning something. But if they're like, what, oh, I, I didn't, what are you talking about? Why are you trying to make me feel like I did something to you? You know, if they go on the defensive, yeah, you, you need to leave that alone. You need to leave that alone. Now, if we can allow ourselves in that moment to feel, like I said, to feel what you're feeling, to express it responsibly, then the next piece to getting to where I'm able to have my emotions flowing is to consciously create and manifest safe people, places, and situations to express myself authentically. And, and that's the consideration, you know. There, there are going to be situations and spaces where you just don't feel safe enough to speak up or say. But you can take on creating those situations. You can cultivate an atmosphere where you are able, more so than not, 
to be your authentic self and to express your emotions and to have it heard and to have it supported. Yeah. So here's a personal awareness and growth exercise for you. And please, this stuff isn't something useful, one and done. This is something I know I personally have been working on for a long time and continue to work on. So what I'm giving you is just some guidance to where you can be headed. But, you, you, you know, you have to do the work. You have to just take it on. It's not going to have to change overnight. But I think it's important for the age we're in, the time we're in, that we need to be having these conversations and talking about how do I get from stuck emotions to flowing emotions. Yeah. So here's a POG for you, the personal opportunity and growth exercise. I want you to choose three people to express your emotions to both love and fear, and to do it responsibly using the I statements, okay? So you can express, um, you know, um, something you did or something you said really made me uncomfortable or disturbed me. Or you can say, I need you to know I am so grateful to you for what you did or for what you said, you know, again. But to consciously choose three people that you want to express emotion to. Now, that this is the real exercise. Notice what you feel, think, and believe about yourself afterwards. Yeah. And if you experience any negative self-talk or feelings of, I did something wrong by doing that, say the following prayer. My God, enable me to release any shame, blame, or guilt for expressing my true emotions responsibly. Again, my God, enable me to release any shame, blame, or guilt for expressing my true emotions responsibly. And then you always say thank you three times. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then I say amen, bismillah, and so it is. You know, you put your, your stamp on it. Um, but this will help you Again, get through, because like I said, if we've been so conditioned to not express our emotions and not to do it responsibly, we're going to feel like we're doing something wrong, like I did something bad. So it's natural to feel that way, but you don't want to stay in that. And so doing that prayer, and for those of you that have been, you know, learning about and practicing the Dagger Spirit Medicine with me, you know, do, do a grief ritual, do a release ritual. Um, do, burn something on the paper, you know, but move that energy because you don't want to stay in any shame, blame, or guilt when you are consciously expressing your emotions so that they get to flow, they don't stay stuck up in you so that they just can explode, and then that's not a good day. You don't, you don't want it to get to that point, yeah. So try it out. See how it is. Let me know in the comments on one of my platforms how that works for you. My Sarah saying for tonight is, don't look for someone in whom to believe. Believe in yourself. The only authentic authority is your own original nature. Ashay, thank you, thank you, Mama Sarah. So I'm going to close out tonight as always thanking my wonderful engineer, Miss Yvette Parker, and the entire Black Hole Radio Be Well family. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting and giving me platform to do this important work every, every week, or at least three weeks live out of the month. 
Um, I want to do a shout out to all my regular listeners out there and to all of those who have wisdom walked with me and you know who you are, to my family on both coasts, to my spiritual kin everywhere, my transformational leadership colleagues, my medicine brothers and sisters around the world, and those who may be listening or watching for the first time. Thank you. Thank you so very much. I couldn't do this without you. Now, I am opening myself up to having 1,000 subscribers to my YouTube channel by the end of the year. So if you haven't already, I'd really appreciate you subscribing to my channel, hitting the bell so you get all notices. And if you could also share with your family and your friends, that would be really, really helpful too. And thank you so much for supporting my work. Next week, I will continue my spills on bursting open with from limited to limitless beliefs. Yeah, it's a really good one to talk about. Now, the book, Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery, Ancient Wisdom for Transforming Pain, still available at Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, get it through Walmart, or other online booksellers. It can be very helpful to you in this time where we do have to take on more responsibility for our thoughts, our beliefs, and our behaviors, especially in relationship to others and the world. So check it out. And last but not least, I want to thank my God, my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me, keeps my head to the sky, my feet to the ground, and my heart open to do this important work with and for all of you. Now, please have a very safe, happy, and healthy mineral week. Let me say this about what's going on with covid What's going on with COVID is that COVID is still around. Remember the measles, remember AIDS, right? So those are viruses that really still exist. And what we have done is figured out ways to minimize our coming into contact with them. But they're not gone. They're still out there. Well, COVID is that kind of a virus too. It's still out there, honey. It's not gone. So when they're saying, oh, you don't have to wear a mask if you go here, and you don't have to wear a mask. You know, and listen to your own good sense and self because your job is to minimize you coming into contact with that virus. The vaccine is not a cure, okay? The vaccine doesn't even prevent you from contracting it. It's just going to help make the symptoms you would have be lessened, all right? And even if you have the vaccine, you can still be carrying the disease and transmitting it. So remember that. Remember the real science about an airborne virus, okay? And continue to do the things that you have done that kept you safe from it the first time. So back to I wear my mask, especially if I have to be in a place that isn't, you know, big space and, it's, and I'm, even if I'm outside and someone's passing me that doesn't have a mask on, I'm going to put my mask up. So I'm going to keep my mask with me. Um, yeah, if I'm around family and friends that I know are practicing good safety habits, yes, I can take my mask off. I can feel more comfortable. But 
I need to find out, did somebody travel recently? Because, you know, did you quarantine yourself after you came back? Because, you know, it's so easy to get this virus. So also, please, wash your hands. That washing of hands, using, you know, the the alcohol um, stuff on your hands, too, it, it's really helping to keep down the spreading of the disease. And, of course, you know, practicing the social safety, really, really, really important. Because please know that you are a divine human being. You're here for a great purpose. You are not disposable. So once again, you are divine. Talk to you soon now. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoy Convergence, and, and thanks again for sharing this part of your lives with us. It's been a real pleasure.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.